Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, my friends? You are very welcome along to our match reaction here on Anfield Agenda after, I don't even know how to start describing it. It is the most Liverpool and Spursy game of football that you are ever going to see in your life. Liverpool storm into a three-goal lead. Spurs find their way back into the game to get back to three-all and then go full Spurs at the end and Diogo Jota pops up with a winner in injury time and we win a 4-3. I don't even know how to start going about it, but I am going to try and compose myself and give you my thoughts after that crazy Sunday afternoon at Anfield. Liverpool gamble today, not very responsibly, but somehow we got away with it. And the psychological aspect of that game fascinated me. We raced into a three-goal lead and we were playing like vintage Liverpool. The press was on point. Everything was working. And then, then we got confused. Then we conceded one and we didn't know what to do. We didn't know how to manage the game. We didn't know whether we should attack, whether we should keep possession. And as the game drew on, it just became more and more fragmented, more and more strange and... We didn't have a shot on target after the 15th minute until, I don't know, when Jota scored, maybe. I think that was the next shot on target we may have had. It was crazy. It was the most Liverpool and Spursy thing I've ever seen. But we got the win. That's all that matters, right? No, it isn't, because we need to figure out why on earth we are so defensively, defensively excuse me, fragile. Because every time a ball's played over the top or through the middle, we look like we're going to concede. How on earth did we allow Richarlison to get in again at the end of that game? How on earth did we allow that to happen? We do need to figure this out because there are positives to take from this. Curtis Jones, phenomenal. Again, unbelievable performance from the young man. His energy is pressing. His timing of his press, brilliant. Exactly what we want to see. Andy Robertson, an absolute liability holding a defensive line. Again, he was the one that was too deep that played Son on for their second goal. We need to start nipping this in the bud. And I don't know how we go about it. Do we change up the centre-backs? Do we stop at the high line? We need to do something because the high line works when we hold the line correctly. But when Robertson or anybody else starts to second-guess it and drift a couple of yards, this is what happens. 
look, ultimately we won. It probably seals our place in, in Europe next season, albeit the Europa League. But it should never have been this way. So we'll go right the way back to the start and we'll talk about the 11 that Jurgen Klopp put out there. No real surprises at the back. You could have made an argument for keeping Matip, but Klopp went with Canade back in. Then we move into midfield. The big surprise there was Harvey Elliott starting over uh, Jordan Henderson, which probably proved to be the wrong decision from Klopp, even though Klopp does have to manage the players' minutes and legs. Uh, Curtis Jones on the left with Fabinho. Grand, no issues there. Up top, Klopp went for Diaz. And again, I don't think we can complain about that decision. I thought Lucho was brilliant. But how do, how do we end up in this situation? I mean, it's worrying me because it's a couple of times now this season. We got away with it today. We didn't get away with it against Real Madrid. But we've got to be sorting this out. We cannot be so easy together. But look... I feel like I'm, I'm airing into a negative side here and I don't want to be because we dug deep and somehow got the win. Diogo Jota comes off the bench, his fifth goal in three games. Um, and he's no right to be scoring from there, by the way. He's no right to do it. So fair play to Diogo Jota. Should he have still been on the pitch? There are people on social media who are saying it should have been a red card for the high foot on skip. Um, I'm probably on the fence. Um it's a tough one because I can absolutely understand people's feelings about it maybe being a red. But I think the context of the head going dowing, dowing, down, um, and Jada's foot coming across on the on the limit, on the edge. Um but ultimately that wasn't going to be the decider in this game, most likely. We should have we should have well it shouldn't have been. We should have had this game clear. We should have been home and hosed. A half time when we go in a three one I feel like I need Klopp to go in there and start getting the game plan back. Because when you're 3-0 up, everything's great. You're scoring, it's free-flowing, the runners are there, you're raining in shots, the pressure's coming up. But 3-1 makes it a very tetchy scoreline. You've probably heard many people talk about 2-0 being the most dangerous scoreline in football. It is weird, the psychology behind being two goals ahead. What do you do? Do you continue to do what got you in front? Do you continue to attack or do you start to try and manage the game? I don't think we're a club that can manage the game. I think we need to be a full tilt. And I think that's maybe what cost us today and let Spurs back in. You have to give credit to Spurs as well for showing a bit of stomach and fight to get back into the game. A lot of the fans were leaving the away end after 15 minutes and they missed a hell of a game in the end, albeit it would have been heartbreak. And of course... Richarlison has to come off the bench and score. And I do rate the pigeon celebration. At least he can take the piss out of himself. Fair play. But uh, Jota went up the other end and finished it off. And what a man. What a man. He was frustrating. Gave the ball away. Committed fouls. But what really annoyed me in that game, folks, at the end of it, was the amount of cheap free kicks that we were needlessly giving away that were giving Spurs up opportunities to pump balls into our box. And they have big, tall, strong men who are decent in the air. And we were just giving them these cheap free kicks, whether it be Mohamed Salah, whether it be Milner, just cheap frees and opportunities to put the ball in. And we got away with one today. We got away with one. Let's have a look at the stats and see what they say. Remember, we're at home in the Premier League. We had four shots on target. Spurs had seven. Four shots off target for us, three for Spurs. Possession-wise, 69% of the possession for Liverpool, 31 for Spurs. Fouls, 12 for Liverpool, six for Spurs. Um, corner kicks, we had... Uh, how many corner kicks do we have in the game here? Where's the corners? We had four, they had two. 
I, I thought, how do you have 69% possession again and concede three goals? Something's not right with that. And Klopp has to figure out what is causing this defensive leak. Is it Van Dijk? Is it the system? Is it Robertson? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm a moron. I, I haven't got the answer. But look, we got away with it. We got the win. And I guess we get to celebrate it. But we do have stuff that we need to get right. And hopefully this will just remind us that, oh yes, we're getting the wins. We maybe turn the corner towards the end of the league. But ultimately we do have work to do. We we can't not attack this transfer window and get it sorted properly. We do need to bring in the reinforcements we need. We do need that extra bit of guile, craft, energy, athleticism, physicality in midfield. Um, But look, I'm happy we got the win. Should have been a lot more comfortable than it was. It shouldn't have been... A backs to the wall, injury time, Diogo Jota winner. We should have comfortably seen that game out 4 or 5 1. But look, I'm happy we got the win. Not happy about how we managed the game, but look, it is what it is. It's over to you now, my friends. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Is Curtis Jones the biggest redemption arc in the Premier League since Joe Linton? I don't know, maybe it's a little bit too early, but if he can keep that up, he's going to take some shifting because he has been brilliant over the past six or seven weeks so well done to Curtis Jones you know the drill by now I'm going to go through all the players including the subs give them a score out of 10 ask you guys to play along in the comment section and let me know your thoughts on the game who was your man of the match many other thoughts that I'm sure you want to get off your chest the comments are open and as I said do hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already don't really feel like he could have done anything more with them I think he commanded his box as well as he could when the balls were played in um the Richardis one looped up over him so that was unlucky but he's still part of a defense that's leaky so I'm really struggling here on Allison but I'm going to start off by giving the goalkeeper a score of 6 out of 10 today for Allison and uh, there was an occasion there in the first half as well where he was lucky the verge of Van Dijk was behind him to clear off the line but yeah again we were opened up way too easily moving on though to the outfield players and we're starting off with this man and look I'm not happy I'm not happy with Andy Robertson today I thought that his passing was atrocious but importantly he caused the third goal because, well, the second goal, sorry, because of his defensive line was too deep. He was playing Son onside. The rest of the line, if you look across, everybody played it perfectly. And yet again, Andy Robertson was sitting a little bit too deep and that's what played Son onside and that's where the goal came from. So I want better from Andy Robertson. He's capable of better. But his, his, his passing's just not good enough. It's always too low or always inside and never never really looking to be progressive enough, in my opinion. And it must be under instruction that he keeps cutting inside as well, but it is doing my bicky and Robbo. Please at least try and take a man on. But look, today, not good enough from Andy Robertson. Going to give him a score of 5 out of 10 today for Robbo. He needs to be a lot better. Moving on, though, to Virgil van Dijk. And again, not very happy with van Dijk today. How are we beating so much aerially? How are we so easy to get at? Um, and look, before people start in the comments about the goal for Spurs, the first one, he slipped. It happens. He was covering Kanata. He was a little bit further ahead if you look at how the move developed. He was pushing, uh, putting pressure on Son. Spurs played a very quick ball into the channel. Van Dijk came across to try and cover Perisic. He cut back inside. Van Dijk slipped. Perisic plays the ball over the top and Kane scores. But that being said, he's not good enough these days. He just isn't. And any way I dress it up or want to reminisce about the good old days, Virgil van Dijk needs to start being under pressure for a starting position because... I don't think he's at his best anymore and I'm starting to get concerned about it. So I'm going to give Verge a score today of 6 out of 10 and I feel like that's a generous 6. 
Moving on now to a centre-back partner, Ibrahim Akanade, who I felt was maybe a bit fortunate to be able to come straight back into the team. Very rare that a player will come in and have a man-of-the-match performance and be dropped, but that is what happened with Joel Matip. Kanade was lucky today that perhaps he didn't give away a penalty. I mean, he had hands on Richarlison for no reason, and if you give the referee a decision to make, you could be in trouble, and we got away with it, and yeah, it would have been very soft, but still needless. Time and time again today, though, I felt like we're just too exposed to the middle. And yes, we have the recovery pace of Canade to come in and help on Trent's side, but something needs to give here, because every time somebody goes through the centre, whether it be a midfield with a runner or a ball over the top, we're exposed and it's worrying, and Klopp has to figure it out, because we've got two-thirds of the jigsaw together, a little bit more to go. So, like his centre-back partner beside him, I'm going to give Ibu a score of six today. Can be better, it needs to be better. Moving on to midfield now. Oh no, sorry, back across to Trent, which is kind of into midfield. Uh, going forward today, again, breathtaking stuff at times. The assist from Trent Alexander-Arnold for Curtis Jones for that first goal. Only really him, De Bruyne, are capable of those type of balls on a regular basis. Maybe Ward-Prowse whipping one in as well. But it was exceptional. It was absolutely delicious from Trent. And this new role that Jurgen Klopp has created for Trent is getting the best out of him. Yes, I know we still need to speak about the defensive side of things with us conceding as many as we do. But from Trent's position, it's brilliant. And more of this please so trend today i'm gonna to give a score of seven i thought he was really good for the first half second half spurs were getting at us a bit and i, I would have liked to have seen a bit more a bit more defensive awareness from trent in the second half a bit more i don't know i don't know i'm sort of waffling here a little bit because i'm still trying to figure out what on earth happened in that game but i'm gonna stick with the score of seven for trent anyway Right, we move on now into midfield. And we go for Fabinho. Again, strange one because a lot of the time he was there mopping up balls and he was keeping it simple. But again, I ask, how did teams like... There was one point that Heiberg went through five Liverpool players through the centre of the pitch without anyone laying a glove on him, without anyone bringing him down. Um... So Fabinho, for me, I'm going to say what I've said for the last two months. I think we need to look at replacing Fabinho in this part of the pitch. I think Fabinho's best days are behind him. I'm not trying to say he's a root fault of any of uh, our bad form this season, but he hasn't been at it. He looks like he's over the hill to me. And I think Liverpool should be looking to add in some fresh legs there in the summer. And his position should be under threat if, of course, he remains at the club. So score today for him. Um, I'm going to give him a score of 6 out of 10 as well. Moving across to this gentleman here, my man of the match again, and I never thought I'd be saying this so consistently, but Curtis Jones today was outstanding with his press, outstanding with his energy levels, outstanding with his work rate and vision, and again, had a sniff for a goal, got in at the far post, kept his composure, finished it well, and I have to just put my hands up and say, if he keeps playing like this, he has a very, very, very bright future at the football club. It's almost as if, you know, unburdening himself with the information about his uh, his injury now has to be managed, has freed him up a bit or something. But this is a version of Curtis Jones, I think you'll agree, we can all get behind and one that we all want to succeed. So well done, Curtis. Well done, Jurgen Klopp, for keeping Sean Faith in him. And hopefully he can keep it up. I thought he was absolutely tremendous today. Uh, Curtis Jones gets an A for me and he is my man of the match. So let me know if you agree or disagree. Right, we'll move back in. One second, sorry folks. Yeah, there we go. Move back across now to Harvey Elliott. 
difficult one and he is a scapegoat a lot of the time. I don't like to see Harvey Elliott get a lot of the uh, criticism he gets. I think we need to remember he's still 19. And yes, I know Jude Bellingham's 19, but Jude Bellingham's a generational talent. Harvey Elliott is still finding his way. Um, and probably was the wrong decision for Klopp today not to go with Henderson on that right-hand side. But I can understand his thinking. If you look at the heat maps of Henderson's last game, he was our furthest man forward on the right. And Klopp was probably thinking, well, if we put Elliot into those advanced roles on the right, maybe we'll have a bit more joy. Um, but I didn't think it worked today, in all honesty. And I still have faith in the young man. But I'm going to give him a score of 6 out of 10 today. Again, let me know if you agree or disagree with that one. Now we move into the top end of the pitch and how brilliant was it to see Lucho back starting a game for Liverpool Football Club and he was explosive and that first 15 minutes was just like the red arrows again. It was amazing to see and his goal was stunning. The finish at the near post to be able to control it as, as good as he did and get a pass Fraser Forster so quickly was outstanding. He is brilliant. I love him and I cannot wait to watch him develop at Liverpool. I cannot wait to have more of these moments and I'm so happy he's back. Didn't actually expect him to start today. I thought maybe he wouldn't have had enough minutes in the bank for the medical side to, to give the nod from the start. But he did start. He did get the 60 or 65. And that will certainly stand them in very good stead for the remainder of the season. Great to have you back, Lucho. Going to give him a score of 7 out of 10 today. Let me know your thoughts. Right. Now we move on to Mohamed Salah. How great was it to see him took away that penalty, right? How, and the, the absolute Leroy on the man to just dink it down the middle as well. He is a braver man than I will ever be. And well done to Mo for that. Great to see him get his goal. Um, and had some good moments in the game today. I thought he was quite clever in a lot of his movement. I thought he was clever in some of his link-up play. Don't think he was at all selfish today. Um, yeah, worked really hard. Was tracking back. Good performance for me from Mo. Uh, at the top end of the pitch, I was far happier than at the other end of the pitch. So Mohamed Salah, got to give him a score of 7 out of 10 today. Well done, Mo. Now we move on to this gentleman. I mean, look at that smile. How could you not love that smile? He has been phenomenal since he's come to the football club. And to think some of the uneducated, ill-informed opposition fans have been trying to call this lad a failure, he is absolutely amazing his work rate is second to none his defensive work is top notch he's adding big moments at the opposite end of the pitch in now was obviously fouled for the penalty he's just brilliant he is exactly what we need in that number nine position the way Klopp wants us to play master stroke from the recruitment team Cody Gakpo is going to have an unbelievable career at Liverpool and I can't wait to continue to watch it unfold love the man to bits gonna give him a score today also of 8 out of 10 I thought he was brilliant didn't get himself a goal but did everything but we're moving on to the bench now and we talk about the captain first, Jordan Henderson. He was needed when he came on. It was the right substitution at the right time. Maybe a little bit later than some of us would have liked, but it was the right change. Um, did he do much when he came on though? I don't know. The Spurs onslaught continued and we were lucky to get the win. But look, I do understand Klopp making that change. Maybe he didn't feel Hendo had the legs to start the game. I don't know. But going to give the captain a six. Very hard to gauge these substitute appearances. Especially when we're backs against the wall like we were. Diogo Jota. Again, the little cameo from the bench gave us everything of a Diogo Jota performance. Frustration. Stupidity in potentially getting himself almost a red. And then a moment of magic for the goal that he'd absolutely not right to score. So, I don't know. Pick a number. It's uh, 
he's like a modern day Luis Garcia and I keep saying that he does things that drive you mad and then he does things that have you crying tears of happiness uh, and I'll take it but one thing we all know without any shadow of a doubt is he is better than Figo definitely uh, Diogo Jota for your winner today sir have a seven and a massive pat on the back and thank you so much for taking victory from the jaws of a draw because I couldn't have I couldn't have listened if we had have thrown that away and not got a win so thank you Diogo now, Darwin Nunes, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I thought he was awful. Again, didn't offer anything when he came on. Um, looks confused. Looks like a bit of a headless chicken at times running around. And look, I believe he'll come good. I do. I don't have doubts about that. But he's absolutely not chomping at the bit to start. The manager's decision and thought process on him is spot on. He isn't there yet. He isn't up to good or up to speed with the pressing. And he just doesn't look comfortable in his movement. He just looks a bit scattergun. And until we can tame that down a bit and get him more, I suppose, just tuned in on when to use that energy and that craziness and that enthusiasm, we need to tame it down a little bit. And that will hopefully come with maturity, with more minutes and with more exposure to the system. But I do agree with Klopp not playing him these days. I don't think he deserves to be starting. And I don't think he's doing enough when he comes on to justify starting the next game. So going to give him a score of six. And I say that with a heavy heart because I want him to succeed. I really do. Moving on now to Jimmy Milner. In case of emergency, break glass. To see how the game and get a win, bring on Jimmy Milner. Um, and look, he did, I think, if my memory's right, it was either him or Salah gave away the free kick that led to uh, Spurs' equaliser from Richarlison. Um, but look, you bring Jimmy Milner on for those moments in the middle where he breaks up play, stops the game, and stops the momentum of the opposition if they're looking to come on late in a game. So for that and the fact that we somehow managed to get it, we'll give Jimmy Milner a score of six, sure. And um, again, just for those of you who may not be aware, there's been a lot of links this week to him with a potential move to Brighton in the summer. So look, my friends, that brings to an end the end of our player ratings. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section. Who would your man of the match even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.